what is up everyone welcome to another episode of chat with dan this is your host dan for this episode we have an amazing guest as always coming to the show but before we start i want to make sure that you're having an amazing day or evening depending where you are and also remember that every day is a beautiful day because you exist so without further more let's get started Yes. Hey! Awesome. So, uh, Amy, how are you today? I'm so well. How are you? Doing good, bro. Thank you so much yeah. for asking. So, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so Thanks. much for being here. Yeah. Um, now, before we start, I have to give you an epic welcome to the show. If you have watched some of my episodes, you know exactly what I'm about to do right now. If not, <laughs> it's okay. Let me show you. Now. Now, starting with a whole interview now. Tell me how your passion for acting started. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> it, it feels almost cliche to say, but I, I just always wanted to be an actor. Like I don't remember a time where I didn't know that this is what I wanted to do. Which is very strange because I grew up in the middle of nowhere, South Africa. None of my family are in the film industry. They're like, you know, the salt of the earth kind of people, like doctors. Teachers, engineers, and I was like, I want to be an actor um, in South Africa, you know. Um, so it's yeah, I, I, I don't know why, but it just was always this thing inside of me that you know I wanted to act. I had to, I had to act. So yeah, that's a cool, epic, <laughs> epic. Yeah, that's nice, interesting. So starting with your acting career on theater, let's talk about As It Is in Heaven. Yeah. Was that like your first play and what are some of the things that you enjoy the most about it? Yeah, so I uh it wasn't my first play. It was my first play, well, one of the first plays in Los Angeles. Um I went to a conservatory here in Hollywood. Um and we did the play at the conservatory. Um but I had done sort of, you know, community theater growing up and I we've done plays in high school and that sort of thing. Um It was it was awesome. It was a really interesting uh it's a very interesting script. It's not like anything I had really done before. Um the character was really interesting and challenging. So, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Awesome. And you played as Fanny. So tell me about your character and how usually you prepare a character for a play. Um yeah, Fanny uh so essentially if anyone hasn't seen as it is in heaven as it is in heaven yeah um it's uh it's it's a play about a, a group of quaker women um and a new young woman comes into this community and uh basically starts to say that she can see angels and has these experiences with angels and these very like religious spiritual moments um so and that's fanny so fanny uh like i said it was a really different uh interesting character to play yeah. um i think right from the get go uh it was really fun our director said you know you get to choose each one of us could choose whether or not it was real you know whether or not she's actually seeing angels or whether she's faking it so it was cool because every member of the cast almost had this like different perspective of of what was happening yeah. um 
think, uh, did you say how I, how I prepared for it? Was that the question? Mm-hmm. You know, I think every character is different. I think um, just trying to get into the mindset of this character. I um, I grew up in a wonderfully religious home. I know that for a lot of people, that's growing up in a religious environment might not be a great experience. I feel really lucky to say that it was a really beautiful experience for me. So it's still very much a part of my life. So I made the decision that she was seeing angels because I thought, how cool would it be if she really was seeing angels? Um, but I myself in life have never seen an actual angel. So I think it's it's about um, finding things that you can relate to. You know, have I seen uh, have I seen an angel? No. Have I had experiences in life that were equally beautiful and terrifying? Yes. So kind of drawing from those moments um, into the character. Um, and then just a lot of research about the Quaker lifestyle and what life would have been like at that time, you know? Um, yeah, I think that's mostly what went into Fanny. Okay, okay, that's awesome. And then you were in the diary of Anne Frank. Tell me mm. what were some of the things you enjoyed the most about playing as Anne Frank? I mean, so the diary of Anne Frank was, um, was such a, was also like a really challenging experience because this is a real person. And I mm. think, Um, you always want to honor the story of the character that you're telling, but when it's a real person, there's almost like this added pressure to really, you know, do a good job, especially because of her story and what ended up happening to her. And um, I think, I don't know if enjoy is a word that I would use for a, like a Holocaust play, because it is ultimately a very sad story, but it's also a very beautiful and hopeful story. So I think the parts that I enjoyed were just discovering who Anne Frank actually was. And she was such a vivacious, delightful, vibrant young person. Um, And so really, you know, kind of figuring that out and bringing that to life was, yeah, I feel, I felt very privileged to, to do that. Yeah, that's, that's epic. And then you had a solo show called mm. Princess Freckles and the Forever Kingdom. Tell me about that experience. Yes. Um, Princess Freckles. So Princess Freckles uh, is a solo show that I wrote. Um, right. And it's uh, autobiographical. So it's about three generations of my family, my grandfather, my father, and me. Mm-hmm. So I am Princess Freckles. I don't know if you can see, but my I'm... I'm very freckly. <laughs> okay. Um, and it, yeah, I mean, it basically is, um, it tells the story of my family's life in Southern Africa, um, <laughs> sort of going through three generations of life. And um, the way that I kind of explained it to people is it is a coming of age story. Um, it's, it's a story sort of about the loss of innocence and the journey to find it again is <laughs> how I would describe it. Yeah. Wow, that's deep. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, let's see. And yeah, how awesome is that? And how you usually get ready before uh, going on stage? I think, uh, oh man, theater is so cool because there is the live aspect, mm. which also adds, I think, a bunch of nerves to it because if you mess up, you can't just yell cut and like do it again. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of, for me, a lot of going on stage before a theater performance has to do with 
calming nerves and um, making sure that your like your body, your voice is ready and warmed up because theatre is so physical. Because again, it's like you are on stage and then you just go for like an hour, two hours, however long the play is. So you don't get yeah. to stop and take a break or rest your voice or I'm sorry, I need to do that again. Can I have some water with lemon? You don't get that in theatre. Um, so I think yeah, a lot of it is like warming up mentally and physically. Um, making sure that you are like in the right mental place for whatever character it is that you're about to play mm-hmm. um i think for me also i just feel very privileged to do what i do so um there's also like i'll try to find a moment before the play where i can like take a little minute and say a little prayer and just like be thankful for what i get to do um and calm myself and remember like why it is that i'm here and what it is that i'm doing you know Okay. Okay. And what do, and what is the thing that you enjoy the most about theater? Yeah, I think that live, like I said, the live aspect. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just uh, I love film and television, and that's kind of my bread and butter uh, right now, and I'm so happy about that. I think the thing that is irreplaceable about theater is the connection with the audience in yeah. real time. You know, you don't. Totally. There's something really. Um, like energizing and exhilarating about feeling the audience just get swept up in the story with you and there really is like an energy in the room you know like if you are you can feel when you're bombing which is not great but you can also feel when you're like uh when the audience is right there with you and they're like in the moment and i just have such such um treasured memories of you know moments in performances where maybe it's a little bit quieter or it's a little bit more serious and it just it almost feels like the whole room is like holding its breath yeah. those those moments there's just nothing like them as an actor it's you're just like on cloud nine it's it's yeah. i don't want to say it's like a drug because don't do drugs kids but if you know that's like to me the next bit it's so good yeah, yeah. that's that's like a healthy like a healthy drug right exactly yeah mm-hmm. it's like that healthy addiction it's like the The, the like all of your passion is like coming together in this moment and it's like this is why we do what we do um and to also know it's not it's not about being in control of people but it's more just knowing that there's an entire room of people that is like with you right now you know yeah. um and that is like rooting for you and that is invested in the story that you're telling and the character that you're playing and what it is that you've come here to say it's just yeah it's a really cool feeling that is amazing That yeah, is, that is badass also. Um, <laughs> now, what, what would you say it's important uh, to know for people who recently started uh, on acting? Um, in acting in general, or acting in uh, in uh, in, uh, in theater, yeah. In theater, um, I think. I think it very much depends on, you know, what play it is that you're doing and the genre that you're doing. So obviously you have to bear that in mind and kind of, you know, like take that into account, keep that in mind. But for me, I think the thing that I've always loved about theater is that it it can be so um adventurous and experimental and it really is a place to just play. I mean, it's literally called a play. So yeah. I think for anyone who's starting out in theater, um so many of us actors are perfectionists and we're so concerned about getting it right you know and yeah. um i want to i want to get it right i want to do the right thing i want to be the golden star or whatever and i would say especially in rehearsals 
it's it's a chance for you to just play and just experiment and like go crazy do things that you might not be able to do in other mediums so just enjoy it have fun try new things you know yeah. if you um if your director comes to you and says yeah maybe not that choice i don't i don't feel like that means you've done something wrong i think that actually means you've done something right because you're trying out things and mm. that's really what theater is about it's like throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks I love it. I love that. That's cool. Now moving moving on to your TV um appearances. Let's start with Pudding and the Lady. Tell me about yeah. that show and about your character. Um Pudding and the Lady uh so I guess in a nutshell the show itself is about um this uh, like a British museum curator Lady Alex mm-hmm. um and an American uh he's kind of like an adventurer maverick bit of a daredevil and they they go on adventures all over the world um looking for you know historical artifacts and it's almost like um like national treasure or maybe like jungle cruise of jungle cruise was a series so it's just really fun it's uh lighthearted it's comedic um it's just a really cool series um my character in one of the episodes they go to Russia okay and um my character's basically getting married and in the throughout the course of the episode um they crash her wedding <laughs> which is very unfortunate for her um okay yeah it's a bit of a disaster but um it was so much fun it was such an awesome environment i had to wear the most ridiculous huge wedding dress i i i looked like a cake um it was very difficult to walk but it was so fun you know i mean when yeah. you get to play a character that wears such a ridiculous uh, costume in the best possible way so yeah it was uh, it was a really and it was shot in south africa so i was uh, i was able to you know do what i love in my own country which is so cool preach that's cool yeah. <laughs> hey. yeah i mean the fact that you can uh, that you can uh, you know like do this to this project in your hometown i mean that's yeah. pretty epic and I, and yeah. and i guess that that at the same time it's kind of a little bit like humble the fact that you are like that's yeah. that, that that you were doing this project on your hometown you know yeah yeah absolutely i mean it was like so close to where my parents lived it was in the city where i went to university before i came to los angeles yeah. So I think it, it is it is incredibly humbling and really awe-inspiring to kind of walk onto a set and you look down a street and you're like oh I used to drive down this street in yeah. school and like dream of the day that I would be on set mm-hmm. and now here I am and it's an international show and it's yeah it's very it's very humbling it's 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 cool Yeah totally I mean if I was in your position I would be putting the, I would be putting this uh this song that starting from the bottom now we're here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I will be, I will be singing it out, like, I, like I will put on the speakers, and I will be, I will be just singing it like loud, you know, like starting from the bottom. Now we're here, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you just walk down the street with like a giant speaker behind you. Yeah, exactly, Nobody... exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody, of... huh? sorry, carry on. No, 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 no. You were saying? I was just gonna say all of Cape Town is like, who is this person? You know, and you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, of course that a lot of people might think that you that that oh, there's a there's a crazy person there. Yeah. But that doesn't matter, you know? I mean, and, and, yeah. And you know, I would I would even I would I mean, if I were there, I would also bought like fake fake bills and I would be like just like make it rain, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> well, you know, South African money is very colorful, and uh, some of my friends here have said it looks like Monopoly money. So you could totally just take Monopoly money. That's just, so you know. cool. Yeah, I mean, I would yeah. be doing that. I mean, maybe that's the reason why I'm not an actor, but still, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, yeah, maybe next time. Next time, I'll take. I'll do it. I'll take a video. I'll send it to you. Yes, please do. Yeah. Please do. <laughs> Please do. That would be epic. I mean, because that's one of the things that I will do at some point. I mean, whenever I will like, yeah. I will get the chance to leave my hometown, I'll, and and if I come back at some point, then I, that song is already on the playlist waiting. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Right now. Uh. So yeah. So then you were in the Romanovs. So tell me about yeah. that experience and what are some of the things that you liked about that show. Um. Well, so that again is you know. The Romanovs, I think, was a little bit. Uh, it took a couple more creative liberties than um, Anne Frank did, but yeah. um, again, you're playing. I, I was playing Princess Olga Romanov, so this is a real person, you know. And it, again, with a very tragic story, this mm. young woman who was born to Russian royalty had no control over that, and then was uh, unfortunately killed. So, yeah, it was a really, uh, again, a really interesting experience. It was also really. Um, I don't want to say fun because after the tragic story that I've just told, I'm meant to say it was fun. But I mean, working with Matt Weiner, working on the Universal lot, you know, it's just it's like such a dream. It was really, really cool. Um, I think I loved what I loved about the Romanovs the most was that um, something that I love about acting is that you get to learn new skills with every role that you that you play um it's one of my like favorite things i'm like paid to learn new things <laughs> and have new experiences like okay yeah. cool sure thing um so with the romanovs I'd, i'd worked with a little bit of like special effects before but i'd never worked with squibs and they essentially like rigged up these little squibs underneath our clothes on top of the corsets um that would explode and it looked like a little bullet wound um i won't go into the graphic details but um it was it was really trippy to be honest because you do feel like a little impact when it goes off and there is a part of your brain that's like mm, did something just hit me <laughs> yeah yeah okay, okay. <laughs> it's like you're trying to be in the moment but you're also trying to remind yourself that you're safe and you're fine you know? mm. um that we were we were told, I mean we had the most incredible stunt coordinators and and special effects team and but yeah I mean it was just a very very uh, surreal experience that's awesome And you were the guest stars in many shows such as Killer Instinct, Blood Drive, Black Sails, and NCIS. Yeah. Tell me, how was getting involved in those projects, and what are some of the best memories you have while acting for those, uh, yeah, for those shows? Oh, um, well, I'll start off with NCIS. NCIS was such a dream because I've been watching that show since I was about 12 years old with my family in South Africa. Mm. So yeah, it was yeah. very surreal to. You know, book that show and then walk on set and meet these people that I've been watching, like these characters that I've been watching on TV since I was 12. Just be a part of this world that I've known for so long. Um, it was really, like I said, it was really surreal, but it was also just such an awesome. In CIS, I mean, it's been going for a thousand seasons now, yeah. uh, give or take. Um, so it's it's such a well-oiled. Machine, you know, uh, everyone knows exactly what they're doing. It's like a big family. It's such a welcoming, warm environment. So, so cool. yeah, it was a really awesome show to be a part of. I felt very, very lucky. Um, 
and same with black sales actually and black sales was so cool because again it was shot in south africa so i got to do this in my own country and it's you know what we're talking about like walking down the street black sales was so cool because i walked onto set and some of the crew were people that i had gone to film school with Yeah. And so it was just like this epic moment where I was like, guys, like we're here. We're doing the thing that we said we were going to do and that we dreamed of and they were amazing and like badass and and killed it and yeah, it was just a very cool, a really really cool experience. Um and Black Sails was epic because I love fantasy and Black yeah. Sails kind of tips over it. I mean, I guess you would say it's it's more historical fiction but it's like pirates and mm. you know you wear again like I I'm always in corsets for some reason but you're wearing like corsets and these big puffy dresses and the the sets were so incredible you you walk onto set and there's just like a massive pirate ship and they build so an entire cool. town and yeah yeah it was like mind blowing um and and very surreal again to you know be walking down the road and just like a group of pirates walks past you and they're like hi so and you're like yeah. hi um so yeah that was uh, i loved black sails that was a really really fun um show um uh the others blood drive killer instinct blood drive both of those were also shot in south africa there's a lot of international things that are being shot in south africa these days which is really exciting yeah. to see because when i was growing up and especially where i was growing up there was nothing <laughs> it's like yeah. you want to be an actor that's completely unachievable um and it's not um but yeah i think um blood drive is a very uh particular show it's definitely not for the faint of heart uh, it's not yeah. for everyone um but it was again just i feel very lucky to have been on these sets where it's just such a warm welcoming friendly environment everyone is so humble everyone is so um encouraging and supportive yeah it was it was they were very cool that's amazing i mean you have i mean at the moment you have a really badass career i mean you have been involved in so oh. much stuff here and there that's that's <laughs> badass you. though it's been fun yeah i feel very i feel very lucky very blessed cool. yeah cool now if you could describe your career at the moment on a tv show what would be the title of it Uh hmm <laughs> that's a very good question Dan <laughs> Uh I think I think I would probably have to take inspiration from uh our dear friend CS Lewis um The Chronicles of Narnia I think it would probably be um Into the Wardrobe because I feel like um to me that's so much of what acting is and and a huge part of the reason that I love acting is that every time you step onto set you are essentially like stepping through the wardrobe into another world and um it's a very magical experience um acting is also very difficult and sometimes really sucky and not that great um but when when you do get to step onto set when you do get to kind of just like you know be set free to do what you love um it really is super magical so yeah link into the wardrobe like hopefully it. there will be many more wardrobes <laughs> yeah i like it that's good that's that's yeah. a nice title for a show then if at some point you really make you are really making a show you know that you i mean you could come back to this and be like oh yeah right so you put that yeah. 
totally i'd have to talk to the the cs lewis estate i think and just see see how they feel about that but hopefully they say go ahead <laughs> Totally, totally. Yeah. Now, moving on to your film career, let's talk about Keeping Up Appearances. Mm. Tell me about that film and also about your character. Yeah, Keeping Up Appearances was really the first. Um, I was in film school in Cape Town at the time, um, and it was really the first like real set that I had been on. So it was, I would say, kind of my introduction to the world of film and television. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was. an incredible experience uh the character the, the film is basically about um a young man who loses his father and his mother has dementia and so she essentially forgets that his father has passed away and so every day he has to break the news to her all over again and she basically goes through that loss all over again and it just gets yeah. to a point where he can't deal with that anymore and so instead he decides to dress up as his father and just play the role of his father so that his mother doesn't have to know that his father has passed away. Um it's a really beautiful beautifully written script. Very emotional, very heavy. <laughs> um so yeah, it was a it was a it was a really heavy uh, sort of script to step into as like my first ever real thing. Um I played the best friend of this young man who She's kind of like his mirror in a way. She's kind of like his maybe unwanted truth serum because she's really the only person in his in his life who knows what's going on and who will say to him this isn't healthy. It's not good for you. It's not good for your mom. Like this isn't okay. Um which isn't really something he can accept. So yeah, I think she, she's kind of the antagonist but not really in a traditional way because she's not a villain and she's doing what she does out of love. Mm. Um which I guess most antagonists would argue that they're not a villain and they do what they do out of love. But anyway. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, I think um I think the biggest thing that I learned on that set was to trust the the people around me and to really trust my co-star and um allow them to be the thing that I like focus on and invest in and um am affected by. Um because yeah I was so young and I was so new and I was so uh it was like a amazing but also scary experience and you yeah. you don't know what you're doing and you're like ah, am I doing this right and so yeah I think really being able to rely on the people around you is um it's it's such a gift and uh and I guess I I was given that gift on that set which is great Cool. And then you were also in Overkill Reckoning mm-hmm. Goblin Queen Accessories. What are you going where you have been? Now for most of those films you were the lead. So tell me more about your character in those <laughs> projects and also about those films. Yeah, sorry. Got <clears throat> me in my throat. Um <clears throat> Overkill actually is on the festival circuit at the moment and it's doing really well, which is super cool, very humbling. Yeah. Um Overkill is from the creative genius of a mind that is Alex Montia um and it's a horror comedy which I had never done before um <laughs> I'm terrible with horrors I can't watch horror <laughs> I like don't sleep for a week so when he first started talking to me about it um I was like well I mean I <laughs> I would love to be in it. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it once it's done, but then he explained that it's a horror comedy. It was so much fun. It was um 
one of those scripts where which I find is really rare for me where you read it and you actually laugh like out loud while you're reading it um yeah, yeah it was just super fun very quirky very different um an awesome awesome experience um where are you going where have you been that we shot in Texas um again oh sorry overkill brief overview it's the, the typical kind of slasher final girl plot but with a twist so um it's kind of a fun little take on that whole like slasher okay. genre um where are you going where have you been is based on a short story by Joyce Carol Oates that she won a Pulitzer prize for it so it's it's an incredible story um and it's it's a uh it's incredible but it's very jarring it's a very unsettling story um so that was a yeah that was again i keep saying the word challenging but i mean it in a good way i love a challenge as an actor and i love to be able to play characters that are different from what i've played before um that one definitely was um we were we were given a very extensive rehearsal period for it in texas which it's such a gift you don't really get that as an actor often mm-hmm. um so that was amazing and i'm you know really grateful for that i think that that was really critical to the film but yeah i mean it's essentially a film about um a very scary man who has very terrible intentions for young women and i happen to be the young woman that he um <clears throat> becomes interested in um and so yeah this is a character that kind of has like a mental breakdown halfway through the film essentially um so that was very um yeah like nothing i'd ever done before and and um that was a really interesting challenge and definitely something that you know you want to be um you want to trade carefully around that also to you know honor people who might have been through a similar situation yeah. um but i think again i was just so lucky to have such an incredible cast and, and crew around me supporting me through that um so yeah a- amazing amazing experience would do it again in a heartbeat um accessories is a dark comedy super fun basically about like the daughters of the mafia who have a you know and their shenanigans over the course of an evening um they find a body in their trunk and it's not dead so <laughs> it's kind yeah. of just the way that they have to deal with that again a character that wasn't like anything i'd played before very sassy um she's like kind of a bit of a valley girl but like also the daughter of a mafia boss It, yeah, yeah just a really really fun fun role to play um and again i think uh, i feel very lucky to be able to say that i i'm still in contact with most of the 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 cast and crews of 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 these films that i've done so just kind of speaks to how collaborative and and supportive of an environment it was which was awesome um yeah i'm trying i mean reckoning goblin queen um i my favorite genre is fantasy yeah. uh fantasy and sci-fi so those two were like just a dream world for me um i have experience with sword fighting i got to use that in those films i actually was brought on to goblin queen because i worked with the stunt directors on reckoning so I worked okay. with them on reckoning and then they suggested me to the director for goblin queen and so again you're just kind of making um friendships and and building these relationships and um that's so much of what the industry is is about um but yeah i mean just a dream i got to wear like a 
suit of armor and fight a goblin in a in a modern day living room. Do you know what I mean? It's just that like crazy. Yeah, 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 it was so badass. Yeah, it was great. So now tell me what drives you? I mean, what motivates you yeah. to keep building this amazing career that you have at the moment? Like what like what is it that yeah, like what makes you wake up every day and just keep going and working hard every day? Tell me. Um man, I think Well, I think first and foremost it's just a love of what I do. Um <laughs> Nick, my friend Nick is on here making the most wonderful comments. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> um I think I think I just really love doing this. And I think that if you can wake up every day and go to a job that you love, then you are winning, you know? And like like I said, acting is not always great. It's not always wonderful. You don't wake up every day and go to set. Um so I don't want to paint this picture of like, oh, it's one it's it's the best. Um it can be really hard sometimes, but I think um on I think through those hard times is the knowledge that um but I will be on set again and I will be doing the thing that I love and I can't wait to do it and I couldn't imagine doing anything else um so I'm I'm here you know I'm here world <laughs> whether you want it or not I'm here um and I think also um I think I really do believe that stories have the possibility to make a difference. Mm. I really think that stories can change the world and whether yeah. that is, you know, through a um a, a literal like a, a story that you write and and tell or get to be a part of or whether that's just through the the platform that, you know, so many people in the entertainment industry are given, I really think that as an actor you have a chance to make a difference and to do some good and to um yeah, like inject a little bit of hope into the world. And so <laughs> just a cool thought that that I that I'm able to do that and I'm going to keep doing it for as long as I can. There you go. Preach. There hey. you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, totally. And my last question here like any message that you can give to people who recently started uh following their dreams. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. Um three things. I think one, it is very very brave to do mm. what you are doing. So if you wake up in the morning feeling scared or feeling nervous or you know things aren't all golden and sunshine and roses that doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong it means you're doing something brave so you just keep you just keep going um I think the second thing is um there is so much in this industry uh, i know you said following their dreams i'm sort of thinking specifically following their dreams in the film industry or the entertainment yeah, industry yeah, um but really anyone who's following their dreams you go girl yes queen i'm here cheering you on um in the film industry um there is so much that feels like it is out of your control um and that's not and it is it's it's not not true you know i uh, you so much of being an actor feels like it's waiting for a casting director or a director to say yes you are good enough i choose you um so i would say to anyone out there in the film industry you know whether you're an actor or not find the things that are in your control because there are so many more things than you might expect find those things and just do them really well whether that is taking classes or 
um, you know, creating films for yourself or yeah, yeah. getting a reel together or getting your headshots done. Whatever it is that you can actually do something about, do it and do it well. Not only because uh, it will it will push you forward in your career, but also just for your own peace of mind. We need to know that we actually do have a say in our lives and that we're not just like waiting for the world to choose us. Yeah. Um, to do that, I mean, I think the last thing that I would say is there is this myth, I think, in the industry that you have to do it alone. Um, I think we hear so many uh, really successful people, not throwing shade at any one person in particular, but we hear so many successful people saying things like, I did it on my, you know, the skin of my back all by myself. Nobody believed in me. Nobody helped me. And I just kept going and I just kept climbing. And now look at where I am. And it was all me. And it's not to say that that's not true um, for them. My experience is that this industry is a team effort and you cannot do it alone and you actually shouldn't do it alone. We're not meant to do things alone as people. We were built for community. So find your team, you know, whether that's an agent and a manager or just a group of people. I mean, I mentioned Nick. Nick is a an incredibly talented DP. And the number of times that I've just called him up and been like, hey, Nick, I want to make something. And he's like, great, let's do it. And um, there have been auditions that, you know, we've like made a little character video for so my agent can pitch me for a certain role. And, yeah. you know, there are people out there who will lift you up on their shoulders and who you can lift up on your shoulders. So find your team and be a team player. That's what I would say. That's, I'm speechless. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, the fact that you're describing that, I mean, that's, that's really awesome. I mean, Amy, what can I say? I mean, you are definitely a super badass, talented actress. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I can't wait to see more of your amazing work in the future. Now, because we finished the whole interview here, I need, to, I need to give you a huge shout out, so. <laughs> and, uh, and again, thank you so much for, for, uh, for, for being here. Thank you so much also for those who tuned in. If you listen to this later on the podcast or watching this later on the YouTube video, what I would, what I always say is to put pause, hydrate, then follow Amy in all of her social media, leave a bunch of likes here and there, sharing why not, and then come back for sure. And, uh, and again, Amy, thank you, thank you so much. Before Thank I you. send you off, mm. I need to also give you an epic send off. So. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> Love it, right? Love uh, it. Love it. So, yeah, yeah, again, thank you so much. You have an amazing rest Thank of the you. day. And I'll see you in the next one. Amazing. Thanks so much. This was so fun. Have a great All day. Right. You too. Bye. <laughs> Bye.